0: Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to WandaHoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back everybody to the Successful Parrots podcast. I'm your host Wanda Howard with my co-host. I'm Ray Howard. And last episode we had on Chase Thornock and he is a guru in all the things about um, autoimmune diseases and it is really cool to hear his story of what he himself went through of almost losing his life and he was able to regain his health against all odds. So if that's something that you're interested in learning more about, definitely go back to the last episode. It it really is so cool to see how many different options are available to us and how the body is programmed to heal itself. So I definitely learned a lot talking with Chase. Um, one of the things that we talked about, though, was feeling safe in our own skin. So that leads us right to what we're going to be talking today. So, Emery, go ahead and introduce today's topic.
1: Okay, today's topic is, drumroll please, (laughs) okay, today's topic is helping kids feel safe in their own skin when their parents don't.
0: Hmm, so good. So, what's your first question with that?
1: Uh, So, my first question is, well, I know that we probably all heard that and we all understand, but it helps our minds to hear it. So can you explain exactly what that
0: means? So what part are you asking? Um, um I'm
1: asking just like...
0: What it means to feel safe in your own skin? Yeah. Okay. So this can be several different things, um, but mostly it's just the ability of being able to sit with your own thoughts and be calm, to feel confident with your own abilities and to have, have a self-awareness and assurance that it's okay to make mistakes, that you are capable and that you feel capable enough of taking ownership of your mistakes and using them for your benefit. So when I say that this, there's several different ways I mean that there's several, there's so many different factors that can come into play of things that make us not feel safe. It could be from trauma, mental illness, from an experience we had at school, from the way that we view ourselves because of how there's so much social media. Um, So it's just that it can come into our lives, feeling unsafe can come into our lives in many different forms and ways, but ultimately it's anything that makes you end up feeling like you as a human being are not sufficient, that you are not enough, that you're falling behind, that you're not confident, that your own thoughts might scare you, um, that you just feel trapped inside your own skin instead of safe. <laughs> Did that answer it? Yeah. Okay. Great question. What's your next?
1: Um. So... How it really is hard so how do you suggest parents teach their kids like because it's hard to get a hold of someone hey can you teach my kid how to <laughs> um so how can parents teach their own kids how to feel safe in their skin
0: well they don't know how yeah this is such a good question and. Um as I look back through my life and going through what I needed to do and how we provide safety for you kids, because I definitely didn't feel safe in my skin with my thoughts. Um, I was very suicidal. I was very depressed. I was very reactive and just so many things in my own life. I didn't want to pass down and I have felt all the doctors, gurus at that point that I had talked to had been telling me that it was just biologically what I was given and it would be biologically what I pass on and that I just needed to get used to it and be happy enough with popping pills and just hoping that I could at least survive this life. And I didn't like those answers. I didn't like that recommendation. I didn't like the idea that my kids would hate everything about themselves. Um, So the first thing I would say is to become aware of it as a parent, to become aware of the fact that you don't feel safe. And then to understand that that doesn't, even though it's common, that's not normal, that there is very much a way for you to feel safe in your own skin. And that knowledge alone can propel you forward to helping your kids. So the first step is just becoming aware of the fact that what you're going through, if, if you don't like being time alone or when you're lost in your own thoughts, it's very scary and overwhelming and degrading, like those kinds of, or you're very reactive. um, You wonder why people abandon you and you just feel this anxious feeling on your own. Then I would definitely say (laughs) that becoming aware of the fact that that is not a normal thing. That's not the way that people are designed to just deal with. There is a way out of it. There is hope beyond it. And you can learn to gain that safety, internal safety, that internal peace. And then you can definitely, if you can do that, you can definitely pass it on to your kids. So, first step become aware. Second thing is what I ended up doing um, for myself is I became very verbal. <laughs> I had learned throughout my life to, to keep everything in and to not say what I was going through, to be tough, to pull myself up by the bootstraps, muscle on. And I was good at it. I was really good at just doing what was ever needed to keep the peace, external peace for everybody and make sure everybody else was happy at my own expense. But the thing that that kept doing and um, kept perpetuating in my life was I kept surrounding myself with people that expected that of me expected me to stay silent. And so um, it just, it has so many rippling effects into your life that as soon as you start realizing I'm going to start being verbal and it's not necessarily to get everybody else to pay attention and to understand you it's so that you can start understanding you it's so that you can be very firm in this idea that your worth your perception your identity your desires things about you are valuable just like anybody else's and they don't need to hide for people to be happy they don't need to hide for things to be good and So just start getting really comfortable with being very verbal about what's going on inside of you. That was my first step of um, just getting it out and verbal can, it, it can be intimidating, especially at first to start saying some of the things the inner thoughts that you're going through. And when you don't feel safe with yourself, more likely than not, you don't feel safe with yourself with others. And so If you need to start with writing it down, writing down what you're going through, your thoughts, what you're feeling, that can be hugely helpful. It can also feel isolating and I understand that part very well. (laughs) But if you are able to write it down and start to see the patterns in your life, your own brain starts to support this idea that this isn't okay to keep you feeling this way. This isn't all right. And it starts finding resources and starts becoming more aware of the world around you and what opportunities might be able to help you. So um it's great to be able to write it down and it's wonderful to be able to start verbalizing it saying things to your kids when when you're mad if you're yelling and reactive of being able to just yell out why instead of yelling out the blame of you're doing this and you're doing this and why is everybody doing this but to yell out like specifically what you're feeling. I'm feeling angry. I don't like that the living room's a mess. Why can't I just be happy right now? Like all of those thoughts that we we suppress and say what we wish everybody would do so that we could get these other feelings to feel better. Um, That's one thing that definitely helped because I became more aware of it and it also was something I could do. I used that that reactive yelling to help people see the fact that I I was going through things. I felt bad for not just being happy with the living room a mess. And I felt bad that I was I didn't have the energy to do it myself. And I felt bad that I had to verbalize it. And I <laughs> so um that was that was just very, very helpful to help our kids start realizing very specifically, mom is mad. And it's all about her. It's not to do with me. And that that was the catalyst for really helping our kids feel safe inside their own skin. So that that's that would be the first two steps. Become aware of it and then become verbal. Okay.
1: And after you yourself have learned to be safe in your own skin, uh then how do you express it to your kids when you're no longer dealing
0: with it? Okay, so what I hear you asking is basically, how do you, how do you address your kids? How do you continue to pass it on when it's not so much about what you're going through?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so with kids, um, they can come because they're, they're frustrated with how a sibling is treating them or they tried to make a project and it fell down several times and it's not working or they're just emotional about every little thing or a friend looked at them the wrong way and they feel like they don't like them anymore or whatever they're... My <laughs> memory's giving me a funny face. But whatever it is that our, our kids come with what we call negative emotion. And because we have this idea that this is negative, this is wrong, we oftentimes try to make that emotion go away when when the emotion is so valuable. It's helping them detox their own body. It's helping them heal. It's helping them become aware of their own boundaries. So if these negative, quote-unquote, negative emotions pop up and all we do and the focus is to make sure that that doesn't they don't feel that they will not learn how to develop healthy boundaries. They will not know what that even means because they will be very, they become very codependent on other people to know whether or not something is too much for them. And, and it just perpetuates more of a people pleasing Um dialogue inside their own heads so when our kids come with these again negative emotions to realize that these are just the signals that we need to know about that they' that your kid is wanting comfort and as a parent sometimes, we, we see this as a threat to the fact that i i want to be a good parent and good parent means that my kid is happy but really good parent means that you're there for your child so this can come in a man- manner of different ways if you are able to be there with your child in the moment of their turmoil wonderful you can get down with them you can hug them you can talk with them but if you're not if you feel overwhelmed and you feel like i i need a time out then that is okay to also address that that is okay to say well i'm i'm sorry that you're going through this i don't have the energy to help you right now it'd be great if you go and think about what you're going through and hold yourself in your own room that was something that i had i had to learn how to do and how to be okay with i deeply wanted to be there for every little thing that my kids were going through. But I also realized that if I wasn't emotionally sturdy at that moment, that I, I I wasn't doing them any good and I was damaging me as well. And so that was one thing. But also the other thing is as I trusted that sense that told me that's okay to let them do that, they have become very capable in knowing their own worth. They have become very good at self-soothing of being able to talk themselves through problems. And they're not perfect, and they're still young, and we're still learning, and we still do that same rhythm. But the more that I allowed myself to do that rhythm, the less and less that I've needed to tell them that they need to go work it out on their own, the more and more I felt capable of being there for them. Just because I know that if I'm not capable, I know that if I am trained, it is okay for me to step away. It is okay for me to um, tell them that they need to be able to figure this out or go to daddy if he's home or um, something too. is I always, always remind our kids to say their prayers, talk to God about it. And that can look however your belief systems are um, for you personally, but there is great power in being able to learn that it's okay when you're hurting, that other people don't have to fix it. The hurt is not the problem. It's being able to sit with yourself in it. It's being able to love yourself in it. And it's being able to know that it will pass and to feel that. So that that's one thing that has definitely helped me is allowing myself the space to say, I can't help because then they are able to build their own emotional stamina and i am able to know that i have that option and then that i i've just felt more and more capable and energized in our own home instead of feeling like oh dang it motherhood this is the worst cuz every time my kid has a problem i have to make sure that i'm available and ready when when you don't um as long as you're capable of of communicating the fact that you're not able to right now, that's going to be a huge help. And it's going to pass on to your kids, the fact that they can be parents and say they can't help with things. And it's just so cool. I've, I've seen so many impactful things with our kids of their ability to help each other when someone else is crying, when someone else is throwing a fit, even if it's towards them, that more and more, especially with Emery since she's our oldest, She will go into the thick of it when her little brother is like pestering her and saying, Why is she being so mean? And Emery, more and more, I've seen that come out of like, Okay, why are you saying I'm being mean? I didn't do anything mean. And she'll, she's starting to get more and more curious about understanding what he's going through, even in the midst of him like just yelling at her. (laughs) So, um, that, yeah, I think that's all that I have on that question. Did that answer all your questions?
1: I'm pretty sure, yeah, it did.
0: Any others? Uh, well,
1: um, you're going to have good grandchildren.
0: <laughs> I'm excited to be a grandma someday, but a long time away because you're not allowed to grow anymore, right? Sorry. <laughs> um, But I'm curious, Emery what does what does this mean to you how do you feel in our family as a person what does it mean to you to be safe in your own skin
1: i mean i've never not felt
0: safe so <laughs> i
1: don't really know
0: i love that i love that that is truly your your answer in your life and that you don't know what it means to feel that unsafe Because the reason why I say this is she has come home plenty of times in a fit of tears of wondering why (laughs) people don't like her or what's wrong with her or just different, you know, normal emotions and feelings, but they don't control her life. They don't perpetuate over and over in her head. When those moments happen, they come, they're able to pass, and she's able to move on, and she is genuinely happy. There is there's definitely, um, it's what I call like your people with depression are very good at connecting the dots very quickly in very, uh, devastating (laughs) ways. Um, so when one little thing happens, you can connect the the dots all the way back to how this is going to end your life. If, um, this little tiny thing happens, maybe that's a picture being social posted on social media.
1: Or your Uh, brother calling you Owie.
0: Yeah, that's right. Emory her little brother called her Owie, and she was mortified with the thought that if he called her that in when she's older with in front of a guy that she likes, like that would just be the worst thing ever and she might as well not live anymore. And (laughs) I was like that was um that's definitely something that is very prominent with people with depression. But the more that we've been able to find safety and find these bound boundaries for both of us, she hasn't struggled with it. It hasn't controlled her life. She's been able to use that connection, connective power to in ways that are beneficial for her brain and for her emotions. And um, So it's just really cool what people are capable of. And it's not that we are superheroes or super people. It is simply that we are people. Any person that is struggling to feel safe in their own skin, I'm so sorry that you're there. And I'm so sorry for all the reasons why you ended up in that spot. But I want you to know that you are totally capable of getting out of it. And you don't need to do it alone. This is what I do for a living, is I help people know how to do that, how to parent in a way that helps them feel safe and their kids. But if you are in a space right now where you are alone and you don't know how to ask for help just know keep that momentum in your life of believing that you are just as incredible as any other human being on this planet and so you have every right and every capacity to find that safe place inside of yourself you're amazing i love you all and we will see you all next time bye thank you again for being a part of our podcast family And for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.